0: Hey, what is up, everyone? I am back with another movie review. This is the Mr. Duke Podcast. This is your first time listening. I typically like to do reviews of movies and things uh, involving uh, TV shows or sports, maybe, uh, or just something that I find interesting that maybe I think some of the people listening to this would also find interesting. Uh, And with that being said, this is now my third movie review that I've uh, done. Uh, my first being Venom, and my second being The Predator. Uh, if you haven't heard those, if you guys would, go back and give them a listen. Kind of let me know what you think. Uh, you can find them on my page, uh, Mr. Duke Podcast on Facebook. And you can also find the links to it, or you can even just search in Spotify if you have a Spotify account. I'm also on there. And many other forms of uh, podcast sites. So, with that being said, guys, today. My review of a movie today, and I think I'm going to do this more because I don't think people realize this without hearing from somebody else. But there's movies that come out all the time that you don't know if you'd like, you think might be weird, you think might be maybe not your taste, something like that. And you always, you know, wait for that person to tell you uh, that you know, that have seen it what they thought of it and I'm normally that guy with my friends or family or people like that that they they wait to hear from me who they know really really enjoys movies to hear what I think of a movie before they watch it because they're like I don't know you know I kind of want to hear from somebody else that I trust what they thought of it and there's a bunch of movies like if there's movies that you don't know about or movies that you you've never even heard of there's a bunch of movies that I in particularly I see a cast or I see a trailer or I I read the idea of what this movie is or maybe it's a director who I really like I see something like that and I get excited for it and I watch it and then I tell people about it and these people are like wow I didn't, I didn't even realize that movie was out or I didn't realize what it was about but that re- sounds really interesting I want to hear it Uh, I want to hear more, you know, tell me more about this movie, or uh, would you recommend it, you know, because I'm wanting to watch a good movie, and I think I found another one of those movies today, and there's quite a few movies that I would suggest, and I'm going to do more reviews like this, I mean, I will do movies, like movie reviews for movies, like, that are big time, that you hear about, that you see advertised all over the TV and everything, but, um, I also like doing those smaller movies. You know, those movies that not a lot of people hear about, and maybe you walk past it in Best Buy or, you know, places that you go, Walmart or something, and you're like, I wonder if that's good. I'm going to be trying to be that guy that reviews those movies because I enjoy those movies. I don't just enjoy the big blockbuster hits or the the romantic comedies or the hard R comedies and stuff like that. I enjoy some of those slower-paced, some of those make-you-think style of movies. And really, those movies weren't that big until Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan really ushered in that whole big blockbuster of make-you-think style of movies to make it big time. I'm not saying he's the only one that did it. I'm not saying he's the first one that did it. I'm saying he's the one that, like, when you hear people say, oh, you know, that's a movie that really makes you think. You know, a lot of the people, you hear that from Inception. Inception was one of those movies that really twisted people's minds. And it was really good, but it had big-name actors attached to it, like Leonardo DiCaprio, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you know, people like this, uh, and Tom Hardy. That was actually the first movie I actually seen Tom Hardy in. And if you haven't seen Inception, I recommend you watch it because it's a really, really good movie. But um, enough about me babbling on. What I'm going to tell you now is my movie review is for a movie that just came out on Netflix called Velvet Buzzsaw i seen the trailer come out for this movie uh, on Facebook. I really love when Netflix drops movies, definitely this time of year, because it's normally kind of the more weird or obscure movies. Kind of like last year during the Super Bowl, they showed a preview for the new Cloverfield Paradox movie. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even realize that was coming out. It's a nice trailer, you know. And then before the end of the game, they showed another trailer for it and said we're going to release this movie right after the Super Bowl. So as soon as I was done watching the Super Bowl, I hopped over to Netflix and I watched The Cloverfield Paradox. That being said, my thoughts and ideas on The Cloverfield Paradox, I'll save that for another day because it's I've, there's a lot to talk about with that one. But this movie, Velvet Buzzsaw, trailers come out, I think, a couple months ago. I think right when the playoffs of the NFL started or whatever. Uh, might even be before that and... Everybody was sharing and everybody said, oh man, this looks great, this looks great, you know. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is the main star in this movie. Um, His character's name is Morph. And I seen just the first three or four seconds of this movie. I seen it was going to be weird. I seen it had kind of a different style to it. And the guy that directed this movie also directed another movie with Jake Gyllenhaal in it, and that's Nightcrawler. Um, If you've seen that movie... That movie, you know, is not just your average Jake Gyllenhaal style of movie. And, you know, he is in movies like Donnie Darko, stuff like that, but I think Gyllenhaal actually excels being in more kind of twisted, darker style of films. Uh, I'm not saying he's, you know, he, he's not good in other movies, but he, I think he really shines when you give him stuff to really work with that, that a normal person in that movie wouldn't be able to understand. Um, but with that being said, the trailer for Velvet Buzzsaw came out, and I seen just a couple of seconds, I seen what he looked like, people started chatting about it, you know, buzzing about it, thinking that it looked good. I refused to watch the trailer. I'll tell you right now, I did not watch the trailer. And as I'm not saying I, I, I didn't watch the trailer because I didn't think it looked good, I just knew it was going to be one of those weird movies I wanted to go into not knowing a thing about. So with that being said... My review of this movie today, I'm not going to give a bunch away. Um, honestly, if you want to hear my review of this movie, stop the podcast right here. Go watch Velvet Buzzsaw on Netflix. And then come back and see if maybe what you thought of the movie was similar to mine. If you didn't like it, you know, let me know why you didn't like it. If you did like it, let's talk about it. Maybe what I say in this review, you'll actually... Agree with, but I'm not going to go too far into it because I really want people. Maybe you do listen to this entire podcast and then you go watch the movie. I don't want it to ruin that experience because I didn't want my experience ruined by watching the trailer. And there's a lot of movies that, you know, if some people would actually just stop and not watch the trailer as much excitement as you have for that movie you might actually enjoy the movie even better and then there's some movies you just can't contain without watching the trailer where for me you know any Marvel movie or Star Wars movie or or you know movies like that I have to watch the trailer because I gotta know what this is about because there's so many places in my mind I think it could go and it's a built-in franchise so you're like okay well you know I know I'm not going to spoil myself too much by watching the trailer unless the people that make the trailer spoil quite a bit but Yeah, the trailer came out. I refused to watch it. I was just waiting for the movie to come out so I could just sit down and watch the movie. And as I'm making this podcast today, I actually just finished the movie probably five minutes ago. Uh, Actually, probably more like ten minutes ago. And, wow. It is dark. It is... just vibrant. And it really really I think goes well. It's got a slow burn to it. It starts out kind of slow, but it kind of starts like pushing you into this world. And What I'm going to tell you about the movie, it won't spoil anything for you, but like I said, if you want to watch it first, I recommend you go watch this movie if you're into more dark kind of weird style of movies. Definitely if you like shows like Black Mirror on Netflix, I recommend you watch Velvet Buzzsaw. But it it pushes you into this world of art. Um Jake Gyllenhaal's character's name is Morph. What he does is he goes around to these art exhibits uh from people that he knows and he, the upper class people that sell, you know, pieces of art for millions of dollars and they wait to sell those pieces because he writes reviews on what he thinks this art piece is like. And everybody wants, you know, to to hear what he has to say, you know, because they know he's he's big time. What he says people will buy, and so he's got that inner channel with, you know, the buyers and the sellers, so there's sellers competing for pieces of art and everything, and he's there in the middle writing reviews on this pieces of art while also uh, trying to link back up with an old friend who he misses, and Jake Gyllenhaal does a really, really good job in this role, and that's the thing I think I like the most about Jack Gyllenhaal and he's grown he's grown on me more and more as an actor with each movie I've watched. Um movies like Prisoners with him and Hugh Jackman. I thought he was amazing in uh Nightcrawler, who also the director and him, they did that movie together. I he he was so almost just dark and creepy in that movie. And and this movie He's he's neither the, his character that he was in Prisoners or like Donnie Darko or even like Nightcrawler. He's this guy that's so on the up up, you know. He's so he's so you know exuberant. He's so you know fancy, you know. And and what he he's, he knows that his crap don't stink. And he knows the only way these art exhibits will actually sell is if I give them a good review. So he takes pride and taking down some people with the reviews. Kinda like what I'm doing now when I review movies and stuff, I I don't think like that character does, but I I do like to know that maybe if my podcast of reviewing a movie like something like Velvet Buzzsaw helps people out and gets the word out where they can see movies that I consider to be better movies or movies that I'm like, oh, I didn't really like it, but you know, make your own judgment and then say you do like it. You know, I, I at least got you to listen to me long enough to Realized, yeah, you know what? I do need to watch that movie to, you know, see what I thought of it, or uh, you know, I'm finally going to sit down and take the time to uh, to watch this. But Velvet Buzzsaw in particular, Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic, and a lot of the other actors and actresses in the movie uh, rounded out pretty well. Pretty well. John Malkovich is in the movie. He's actually one of the artists in the movie. Um, he's kind of like this older artist that has been doing amazing, amazing art for so long. And while he was doing his art, he suffered from alcoholism and now he stopped and he's trying to get back to the swing of things and make this art without being an alcoholic anymore. And a lot of the kind of the people wanting to sell his art pieces, keep telling him, you know, you're, you've never been the same since you've stopped drinking. And, you know, he's kind of going through a tough time with that. And, Uh, Natalie Dreyer from Stranger Things, Uh, she's in it. I don't know if you remember her. She's the teenage girl. Uh, I can't remember her name in the show because I I literally watched season two the day it came out, and season one was like that week. I can't remember the name of her, but uh, you'll remember when you see her. She's in it. I think her character actually, it's kind of funny or I was amused by what happens every time her character is on screen because you're just like man this poor girl cannot catch a break but um the 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 movie like I said it's a slow burn it starts out and it kind of like pushes you into this art world and you're seeing kind of how people act and I, I believe this movie's in New York um you see how people act and kind of how they're so uppity and you know it almost makes you not like these people cuz you're just like man There's something about, like, if I was to talk to someone like that, I would just have the hardest time not to want to just shut them down or, you know, tear into them or or something like that. But I I get it, because I get there's places you go, there are people like that. And art is very, people that are in the art world, they are very, very different. I'll say that. And there's there's different forms of art that people like, but in particularly with paintings and, and sculptures and stuff like that, you you if you don't have a keen eye and you don't you know thrust yourself i think into that art world, I don't think you can survive and this movie made me think I could not survive in a world like that um and that's that's not even that's not even where this movie gets dark that's just where this movie is like, yeah, I wouldn't last very long in that i, I I'd, I'd be gone I wouldn't be in new york and i that's where I actually kind of sympathized with John Malkovich's characters because yeah he enjoyed the art but then when he realized he needed to better himself that's whenever people started pushing him down and you know telling him well you're 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 going to be worthless now because you've decided to help yourself and better yourself and that's the way a lot of the world is nowadays and I really enjoyed that but back to Velvet Buzzsaw the movie in particularly uh, it, it just once it picks up. It it doesn't really stop like it keeps going and it keeps going but like it doesn't go at such a fast pace that you're like oh wait wait what happened there or wait why why did that happen or I didn't even see what happened to this character there's a lot of movies that they do that to you but this one it doesn't it makes sure and takes its time Uh, I think the movie's actually two and a half hours long I believe. I think so. I think that's the runtime. It might be a little shorter than that, but it, it's it's a good movie and it's it's a it's got some distance on it and some length. So if you if you're into that slow type of burn movie and you're willing to, to sit through kind of the beginning of it to let it build up to where you see where this movie's going, I think the ending kind of pays off. I, I think it's it's very, 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 very spooky. It has this weird element to it. Um it takes this turn at one point in the film where you're like, What all can this do and what all will it do? And the movie slowly starts showing you what all it does. And I, I think with that being said, the movie itself it doesn't it doesn't disappoint. It is exactly what I liked. And what I was hoping that this movie would be. And I'm so glad I didn't watch the trailer. Because I kind of felt like if I would have finished watching the trailer, I would have already known what this movie was going to be. I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. But my decision not to watch the trailer, I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. But I also enjoyed Nightcrawler. With the same director, Jake Gyllenhaal, in it. And I didn't watch a trailer for it. It was just on Netflix one day. I opened it up. I hit play. And man... It, I didn't get disappointed in with Velvet Buzzsaw the same thing the ending actually kind of left me shocked because the way that the events leading up to the ending happened and there's one scene in particular involving a storage unit I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want to give it away but involving a storage unit I, I, I was thoroughly thoroughly creeped out This did kind of seem like a really long episode of Black Mirror. And I've seen a lot of people, they didn't enjoy it because of that. But I actually like that because I like Black Mirror. I like the ideas in Black Mirror that go into making such creative, almost horror pieces, you know. Um, Sometimes horror pieces, sometimes sci-fi fantasy pieces, sometimes sci-fi horror, you know. But this, this is a slow-burning, dark world that will spook you, will kind of make you do that, you know, once or second glance over your shoulder to make sure you didn't see something, and my favorite line in this movie, and I think what sums this movie up to a T, it's the perfect line, uh, is, art is dangerous, Morph. And Morph is Jake Gyllenhaal's character, and someone says that to him, but when that line was said, it really stuck with me, because what I had seen up to that line being said, I was like, wow, that, you know, that's kind of, people kind of make stupid decisions and do stupid things when they, when, you know, money's involved, and these art pieces, everybody was, you know, clamoring and clamoring for these art pieces, and I, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to go too far into the movie, because I want you to watch it yourself. I don't want to give away too much, but... The line in particular, Art is Dangerous Morph, was my favorite line in the movie because I think it summed the movie up perfectly. Um, I love the title of this movie, Velvet Buzzsaw. When you hear that, you're like, what could that be about? You know, like, "What, what? Velvet Buzzsaw? And it, I think it explains the title of this movie and the world of this movie very well. Um, I do recommend this movie, guys, if you like this type of movie. If you're not into movies that kind of start off slow and then pick up gradually, um, this might not be the movie for you. If you're not into movies where, you know, at the beginning of it's a lot of people talking about art and what's hot and what's not. This probably ain't the movie for you. But if you do kind of want to try something a little different, you want to do try something that's a little darker, something that's a little wilder, I say give Velvet Buzzsaw a chance because I really enjoyed it. Jake Gyllenhaal is becoming one of my favorite actors, and I just can't wait for more from this director and from Jake Gyllenhaal in general. Netflix, I think, hit it out of the park when they they got this one. Uh, So with that being said, guys, that's my review of Velvet Buzzsaw. If you liked this podcast, please make sure and give it a like. Subscribe to me on Spotify. I have a page... On Instagram, uh, Mr. Duke. Uh, I also have a Facebook page, Mr. Duke. Uh, I believe it's Mr. Duke Podcast, actually. And, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys out.